When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, Team USA advanced at the World Cup. What? Some of us had this DVR'd. Why do you do that to me? Oh, you didn't tell me. Spoiler alert. Oh, wow. Hey, you got to watch this live, big man, live. No DVR on this one. I actually did. I actually watched it. It's probably the first soccer game that I watched all the way through in quite some time because... The one against Wales I forgot was on. I didn't even know it was on. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Steelers top the Colts. Auburn hires Hugh Freeze, and Tiger Woods calls out Greg Norman. But we begin today with Team USA's victory over Iran in its winner-go-home matchup. The United States dominated the first half, highlighted by Christian Pulisic's goal that put the U.S. up 1-0 in the parlance of soccer. An injured Pulisic did not return for the second half, which turned out to be extremely tense as Iran failed to score despite multiple chances. Wilbon, what were your impressions of the U.S. team's big win? Tony, I mean, the first half, you know, we, we, we compare to other sports that we are perhaps more familiar with. And I know the comparison, the analogy I'm about to draw, I know you're familiar with this. The United States was so dominant, so aggressive. I mean, just so all over Iran in the first half. It reminded me of like Mike Tyson versus Michael Spinks, where Spinks wanted none of this. Spinks is just like in the fetal position while Mike Tyson was pounding or a five on three power play in hockey. I mean, it was just there was no contest. And you're wondering if the one goal lead could hold up. So there's two impressions I'm left with that first half and the dominance and Christian Pulisic. We've been hearing about this kid. We've been reading about him. We've been told about him since he was 15 years old. Yeah. And you know what? It's hard to live up to that. And he did. He did, Tony. He went in there and he gave it up for that goal. He was both creative and brilliant and bold. And it was a certain courage that it took to know you're going to take a spike or a knee to the abdomen. And he took it. And I just thought, wow, this kid is living up to his legend. How great is that? Yeah, you would hate to lose him for the next game, but the next game is Saturday and it's only Tuesday and we have no idea. No idea. So let's just assume maybe he's going to play. I want the viewers to understand that while I know nothing about soccer, you like soccer. You go to English Premier League soccer games. I I understand that. You've gone to World Cup games outside the United States. I've only gone in the United States. Look, I look at – I can't say much about the game other than what you've said. It's always disturbing to me – that a one nothing lead, if the other team only has to get a tie to knock you out, a one yeah. nothing lead is a very scary proposition. And you think to yourself, oh, if they could only get a second goal. But in review, the United States played three games and didn't lose any. I know we only got two goals, and that's probably not enough in the next round. But we didn't lose any of these games. And if I'm not mistaken, and I don't think I'm mistaken, we didn't yield any goals in the flow of the game. That was a penalty kick. Penalty kick, So I yeah. think that that, yeah, I think that augurs well for the United States. Though, you know, Mike, we're going to play the Netherlands 
And to me, any big European team that's been around for a long time, I just automatically assume we're going to lose because to me, that's where soccer's from. Yeah, Tony, I don't know. I mean, this team, they played with a spirit that's identifiable, no matter what sport you care about. And that first half, they played with it. They had a lot of chances. It probably should have been at yeah. least, at least 2 nothing. But, Tony, I'm glad it wasn't just as a spectator because, I mean, the tension, the tension, tension. in the second tension. half, right down to that ball nearly squirting through the goalkeeper's legs. I mean, it you did know, go late through. the final it minute. It went through. It just it had nothing on it. It had no, had no steam. Yeah. My God, I'm, yeah. I'm tired. I'm tired. I don't know if I can do the show. I'm exhausted now. So the, o- the other thing I would say, as a complete novice, the other thing I would say is, in this sport, it seems like the officials have more say Huge in the game say. than in any other sport yeah. I've ever seen. Like, yes, I see a guy thrown down, nothing happens. I see You're a waiting. guy fall down, and suddenly You're there's waiting. a penalty. That's, yes. that's a lot of autonomy for an official. That's a yeah, lot of autonomy. They got, they got video review helping, too. Let's move to college football. And Auburn introducing Hugh Freeze as his new head football coach. Freeze is regarded as a top-flight offensive mind, but comes with issues that include a resignation from Ole Miss following recruiting violations and calls to numbers associated with an escort service. And while he recently led Liberty to new heights on the field, a plaintiff in a sexual assault lawsuit against the university says Freeze DM'd her to defend the school's athletic director, Tony. Let's play what's the word for a second. Auburn's hiring of Hugh Freeze feels blank to you. Yeah, I'm sorry I don't have my doctor jacket on. It feels Auburn-like to me. This is what they do. All they care about is winning. They do not care about the baggage that a coach has. They hired Bruce Pearl to be their basketball coach. I love Bruce Pearl personally, but there was some baggage there. And his baggage is nothing compared to Freeze. Absolutely nothing. Freeze blatantly cheated. When there were (laughs) rules... Against paying players, he paid players. He lied to his own recruits about whether or not the NCAA was going to come down on the school so that he could keep the recruits there. He did that thing with the escort service multiple times. In review, I think it's possibly slandered the previous coach there. But, but Auburn knows he can coach. He beat Saban twice. Okay, that's the bottom line for Auburn. Can he win? And, and I think that... You know, to me, this, Mike, this is government by boosters. And you know why? Because he can't break any rules anymore. Because there are no rules. Wild, wild west. There are no rules. Tony, you can't break rules in college football because there are none. But you can violate the rules of civility. And Hugh Freeze, clearly he's a good football coach. But he seems right on the precipice, if he's not already fallen over into it, of scandalous. That's what he seems like. And, I, you know, I'm not going to just jump on boosters at Auburn. If I was going to use a word, freezes higher feels SEC-ish. I mean, but you know what? I could do that to the Big Ten. I, mean, I could do that to certain schools in my conference yeah. and the Pac-12. And God knows the Big 12. How about the old Southwest Conference? You think they had a few people that were scandalous in sure. that? I mean, they went away because sure. they had so much scandal. So this is where we live now. This is what college sports is now. And so I'm not going to get well, sanctimonious about it because, you know, I, well, I'm just, I'm not. Let me correct an impression. I misspoke. I don't know that you Freeze paid players, but players were paid under his watch. Right. The thing is with Auburn, the reason they do this, because they're not Arizona State. They're not Minnesota. They've won a national championship. 
They've won two national championships. They won a couple. They want to go after it again. And if this guy doesn't work out in two or three years, they'll out. pay him off. They probably pay off eight or nine guys now. That's what they'll do. That's what matters. They don't care about the fitness of somebody in a morality sense, I don't think. Tiger Woods is in the Bahamas at the tournament he can't play in because of plantar fasciitis. He spoke publicly today about himself and about the competition between the PGA Tour and the Saudi Tour. Tiger was asked if he felt the two tours could coexist, and Tiger said bluntly, this is a direct quote, kids, Greg Norman has to go first of all, unquote. Whew. Wilbon, expect that to happen? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Tiger comes out and says Greg Norman's got to go, Greg Norman's going. Now, whether he resigns or whether he's forced out or whether uh, he's, he's, he's in a got-to-go situation. And, Tony, what that will mean is then they will then all sit down to some table without Greg Norman and they'll figure out how the two tours can coexist, which is what they should have done in the first place. They should have done that. And in, in my way of thinking about this, the PGA, certain people, certain forces at the PGA got a little arrogant and they thought they could just run over Greg Norman and live and they couldn't do it. They really didn't. They couldn't do it. But now they can. Because once Tiger and Rory and certain forces on the other side have spoken up and says, Greg Norman, get out. Greg Norman will be gone, I think, in short order. But then they will talk turkey, as we used to say, and not because it's hot, not because it's Thanksgiving. So maybe you don't remember, but about a month ago, I sat in this chair and I said, Greg Norman will go and Jay Monahan will go. And then some peace will be achieved. You could see this coming. The PGA Tour will not deal with Greg Norman because he has spent his post-tour career trying consciously to destroy the PGA Tour. So if the Saudi Tour, in fact, wants to have a partnership role, they're going to have to get rid of him. And they're going to get rid of him. And there's a reason they're going to get rid of him. They're not in this for the golf. They don't care about the golf. They don't care about the money they spent. They're in this for sports washing. They want to get to a position where a time-honored institution like the PGA Tour, accepts them as a partner. If you sit at the same table with the PGA Tour as a full partner, you don't have to worry about people asking you if you murdered a reporter at some point. That's the entire reason that sports washing exists, to take you away from a bad circumstance and give you a quality in the world of sports. I think he will go. I think yeah. he'll be paid handsomely. Of I think course. he'll go. I, think, I do think Jay Monahan is going to go. I was also concerned, just to flip it for a little bit, Tiger said, I'd love to play. I can't walk. I can make all the shots. I can't walk the course. Well, that's if that's why the case, Mike. people crazy last year to suggest he was going to just walk out of like a rehab room and well, win majors. People are crazy. No. So we're going to see him in ceremonial events like this thing sure, with his good, son, maybe good. in the Masters. But let's, let's be real here. If he can't walk. What are we talking about? Let's Tony, we've known this. We've known this. We can see Tiger swing the club. That's what I want to see. That'll make me happy. We will dig into a compelling element of Sunday's big game between the Dolphins and the Niners. And what was the bigger NBA news last night? Joel Embiid's return to the Sixers or the Lakers blowing a huge lead in the fourth quarter? Laker Lakers. news. Wow, I haven't gotten any Laker news we in 10 or 15 minutes. We haven't had any in like two weeks. What? So happy. Laker news. Pardon the interruption is presented by Bullet Frontier Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. 
PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Bullet, part of Happy Hour. It's time for toss-up. Two men enter, one man leaves, finishes the show, thinks back on a Thanksgiving spent with family and friends, and smiles, knowing all of those people are now out of his house. What's first? Toss-up. They play on Sunday. Who's had the more unexpected season, Tua Tunga-Vailoa or Jimmy Garoppolo? No, it's Garoppolo. Of course it's Garoppolo. He expected to be on another team. They had dumped him for Trey Lance. He used to practice by himself on the sideline. So it's, it's certainly Garoppolo. But Garoppolo, that's just a, a stroke of fortune, a one-shot. Tua has been scrutinized since training camp. People said, is he good enough? Can he get the ball to Tyreek Hill? Well, here's your answer. In games that Tua has started and finished, the Dolphins are 8-0, and Tyreek Hill is averaging 112 yards a game. Tua, let me get the numbers right, Mike. 19 touchdowns and three interceptions. He's the number one rated quarterback. I don't have a ballot to vote for MVP, but if I did, I wouldn't have Garoppolo. I'd have Tua second to Jalen Hurts. But that's why you made the argument for the answer being Tua. Jimmy Garoppolo does what he does. He comes in if the guy they try to replace him with gets hurt and he throws behind people and over their heads and they make great catches because they're smart enough to go out and get great playmakers. And so he can stay in the lineup and they'll try to replace him next year. There's nothing unexpected about that. They've been doing that for a couple of years. Tua came into this season, Tone, and we talked about it. Tua and Hurts were both looked at as, okay, their teams are good. But will they be betrayed by one of those quarterbacks? That's right. And Tua said the hell with that. And he's right there where Hurts for MVP. So I I hear your logic all the way down the line. Yes, you present a great case. That's why I think the answer is Tua. Okay. Next. What's next? Toss-up. More newsworthy result from last night. The Sixers (coughs) win or the Lakers loss? So here we go again with the Lakers. Hope springs eternal for the Lakers on ESPN. The Lakers apparently had won five out of six games, and they were about to win six out of seven. They were up 17 points with 10 minutes to go against Indiana, 
And at the end, some kid I'd never seen before threw in a three and beat the Lakers. And nothing LeBron could do could save them. Is that more newsworthy than Joel Embiid coming back after being yes. hurt and scoring 30 points and yes. leading his team to victory? I yes. say, of course not, because Philadelphia is a real team. They are That's going true. to be in the playoffs. The Lakers are mythology. The Lakers are on a boat sailing up the river Styx into the fog, and we talk about them every day. Tony, last night's Laker game made it more newsworthy, the result of it. To see this kid Halliburton, who nobody knows yet because nobody's staying up and they weren't watching Sacramento when he was there, and they're not watching the Pacers yet, although they may need to. He's one of the 10 best players in the league this year. He's had like 40 really? assists and no turnovers the last few games. He's a total stud. And last night he whips the pass across, know. and the shot goes over the outstretched hand successfully of LeBron James. They were LeBron down James. 17. You know how many times the LeBron James team has been up 17 or more in the fourth quarter in his career? I think it's 413 times. You know how many times they lost before last night being up 17 or more in the fourth quarter? 413. Give me the number of losses. Well, they got one now. I don't know the previous number. One. They got one now. The previous number one. was one, now so now then. it's two. I mean, come on, Tony. Two. This was a great two. game. They stalked the Lakers, ran them down. Russell Westbrook was taking shots. You're like, wait a minute. Anthony Davis has 25 and 10 and shooting 60% again. Why are you shooting? Lakers. Come on now. Amazing how you watch that game. That'll wrap up toss up. Let's take one last break. Still to come, the Colts appear to lose track of time. And the Celtics are putting up some really impressive numbers. Yes, they are. Tony, I did watch it. They cut in on NBA TV. You know, I, and I yeah. was watching. And I'm like, okay, let's wait I was a minute. Doing... It's eight, it's five. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Pardon the Interruption is presented by Bullet Frontier Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 29th birthday, Stephon Diggs. The Bills' Pro Bowl wide receiver was originally a fifth-round draft pick out of Maryland by the Vikings in 2015, so Diggs has exceeded all reasonable expectations already. In 2020, he led the NFL in catches with 127 and in receiving yards with 1,535. 
So far this year, Diggs is second in the league in receptions with 84, third in receiving yards with 1,110, and third in receiving touchdowns with nine. You'd think the Vikings were crazy to trade Diggs to Buffalo in 2020 for four draft picks, including a number one pick. But that number one pick turned out to be Justin Jefferson, who looks even better than Diggs. I know, Tony, as hard as it is to say that, if you ask me which one I would take, I'd happily have either one. But wow, Jefferson has just done stuff that, so is Diggs. I mean, they're just two great, great, great players right now. Not so happy anniversary, Kendall Hinton. On this day two years ago, the Broncos' undrafted rookie receiver was activated from the practice squad as the team's starting quarterback when the entire Broncos' quarterback room was ruled out with coronavirus exposure. Hinton completed a single 13-yard pass to Noah Fant out of nine attempts, and he was intercepted twice. Hinton became the first non-quarterback to play significant snaps at the position. Since Baltimore Colts running back Tom Maddy stepped in at quarterback in 1965, Maddy went out there with a list of plays taped to his wrist so he could remember them. That's a common practice now, but Maddy was the first to do it. Hinton, by the way, had five catches on Sunday for the Broncos. I'm sorry, I don't want to dispute research, legit, fully developed research, but I know Walter Payton started a game at quarterback for the Chicago Bears, and it wasn't that long ago. It had to be in the 70s or maybe even the early 80s. Walter Payton, sweetness, at quarterback. Trust me. Okay, well, you're Mr. Chicago. We should trust you. Happy trails to last night's game for the Colts. Former PTI guest Jeff Saturday, a good guest, is now one and two as interim coach of the Colts after Pittsburgh beat them 24-17. The Colts were abysmal early, ending the first half down 16-3. Matt Ryan didn't complete a pass to his own team until 7.05 was left in the second quarter. But the Colts made a game of it in the second half, even taking a 17-16 lead. Long after Pittsburgh scored with about 10 minutes left in the game, the fun began. On their final drive, the Colts had all three timeouts, and Saturday is being accused of not using them wisely. Saturday admitted today he wishes he had called one more timeout before the third down. Saturday said, quote, looking at the film, you could tell we were in disarray, unquote. And these are more words than a game between a 4-7 and seven team and a 4-7-1 and one team deserve. Tone, I had planned absolutely to not watch one snap of that game. And I got to watch a snap or two and got hooked, and it wasn't bad. Yeah. I mean, even though the teams are completely meaningless and so was the result, it's a pretty, pretty entertaining game. That's good to know. One error. Entering last night, LeBron's teams were 403-1. and one. Went up 17 in the fourth quarter, not 413-1. and one. And oh, one omission, me. Timberwolves forward Carl Anthony Towns is expected to miss four to six weeks oh. with a calf strain. That's a big deal. Yeah, but it could have been worse, Tony. And when he went down, you're thinking, oh, my goodness, don't let it be one of those non-contact injuries that keeps him out the rest of the season. So four to six, I'm actually okay with him coming back. Don't want to see him injured. That really hurts that team. We go to the big finish. Aaron Rodgers tells Pat McAfee that his scans are good and he plans on playing against the Bears on Sunday, who he owns. Your thoughts? Of course he does. And I mean, he's going to throw four or five touchdowns. The Bears have no squad. Everybody's hurt. No team. Celtics have won 13 of their last 14. You impressed with that? I'm very impressed. They're very good, and it's possible Joe Mazzula, the new coach, yeah. is very good yeah. as well. 
Kemba Walker agreed to a one-year non-guaranteed deal with the Mavericks. Is that significant? Yeah, Luka needs more help than Kemba Walker, but that's a good place to start. But the, the Mavericks aren't going to do anything to him. They get some more players. And I don't know if they can do that this season. Your Islanders are going for their fifth straight win tonight at the Flyers. We've lost 10 straight. You like your chances? Love that chances. I love my chances to go on a five-game heater. Last one, women's college hoops. Number 15, UCLA at number one, South Carolina. You're smelling upset, aren't you? Well, you know, Kiki Rice tone is a friend of the family, but Dawn Staley I've known forever and ever. This is hard for me. I'm not picking. I'm just going to watch. Just going to watch. Yeah, why don't you push? That's what you do. Push. That's characteristic. Push. push. We're out yeah. of time. Try to do better the next time. That's I'm Tony Kornheiser. I know you're walking around a lot, but put the channel on that game tone. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can watch the PTI podcast on the app or Apple Podcasts. And now, watch the game. South Carolina, UCLA. Here's SportsCenter. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.